haven't been here in about eight years as far as really bringing forth a message. But first, I would like for the ladies to see this is our logo, Women of Vision. This is what we're going to go by. You know, years ago when we first started pastoring in that little church over there, and we was having such outstanding and wonderful prayer meetings, I had a vision that this church one day is going to be a lighthouse, Brother Gary. It's going to be a beacon that's going to shine out, that it's not going to be just for woodland, but it's going to be for all areas around. Because you know what? The churches today are compromising with the world. The churches today are not even allowing a lot of the worship and praise leaders to sing songs that's about the blood because it's offensive to people. But brother, what they don't know, without that blood of Christ, we wouldn't be here today. And so us women, we have a vision. And this is what the Lord laid, put in my spirit. And I want to read it to you. And I think we'll probably end up putting this on the website, Jen. In Proverbs, it said, God's par- uh, people perish without a vision. My vision, it might have been almost 20 years ago, but I'll tell you what. And it's, well, look at the audience. That, doesn't, that does not hurt my vision one bit, Sister Barbara. I still know that God is on the throne, and I know one day there's not even going to be sitting room. I know one day I might not live to see it, but I know prayers have been heard, and prayers will be answered. And, brother, it's going to be where you're probably going to go to two or three services. But I know, I know what I know, and it will happen. Because you know what? People are going to get to the point where they're going to want to come to a place where they're going to receive the true word of God. Brother, they are tired of a bunch of lies and a bunch of things that's going on in the world that has nothing to do with God and the glory of God and what it's going to take to get that soul prepared for eternity. And brother, our vision is, this is our vision. We are women of vision. We are going to continue to pray and to push down the walls the enemy has put up to stop God's people. And it said, when the walls come down, not if they come down, but when they come down, we, as God's people, we're going to see extraordinary things happen in the church. And, uh, and not only in the church, but in our individual homes. Our goal is to see the convicting power of the Holy Spirit working in individuals' lives so that many sons and daughters are born back into the kingdom of God. Brother, that's my vision. And I want all you ladies and you men to get a hold of that same vision. We will perish without a vision. We have to know that God is on the throne, brother, and he's still working today. His hand is not short, brother, that he cannot reach down and bless his people. His ear is not dull that he can't hear the cries of his little ones. He will. We're serving that kind of God. That's not my message, by the way. I said, Lord, if you show up, I'll preach. If you don't, I'll talk. <laughs> but we're going to do whatever it takes, whatever it takes to see sons and daughters born into the kingdom of God. That's our goal. That's our goal. And we won't stop until it happens. Like I said, I might not live to see it, but it's not no sign it's not going to happen. Because God hears prayers. He answers prayers. I know some of the prayers that my mother prayed years ago are still happening today. 
God is a faithful God. And when we really get a hold of that in our heart, in our spirit, and know that God is a faithful God, there's nothing impossible with God. We can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. Brother, we can be on the road of victory, and we can stay on that road of victory and not detour, not allow the enemy to make us look to the right or look to the left. But, brother, keep our eyes on the goal that we have set before us and not dare. Step aside. That's the God we serve. I don't know about you, but I, I, I love the Lord. I love the Lord with all my heart. God's people, we are ordinary people until the blood of Jesus is applied to our lives. But brother, when that blood of Jesus is applied to our life, we become extraordinary people. But we have to learn to walk in the Holy Spirit until, in the Holy Spirit until the power of the new life is greater than the old life. And that's what's happening today. Sometimes, you know, little ones, when they first get saved, they want to go out there and they want to conquer the world. But they don't stop to realize they're not strong enough to conquer the world yet. And the enemy, before they know it, the enemy has slayed them, Brother Gary. But, brother, it's time, though, that we rise up and we hold these little ones in prayer. And we say, God, whatever it takes, whatever it takes in their life, let them get a hold of you. Let them get a hold of you and let them hold on and let them not detour. But let us go on in you because we are supposed to prefer our brother over ourselves. And I don't know about you, but sometimes this old flesh don't want to do that. Because we're still fighting the flesh. We'll fight the flesh. Let's just face it. We're going to fight the flesh until the Lord comes. It's just simple as that. We're going to fight it. But my, actually, my message today is, uh, let's, let's turn to, well, if you have your Bibles, let's turn to John 17 and just, uh, just 17, St. John 17 and, cha- and just for, uh, verse 4. And it says, I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. Well, see, we have not finished the work the Lord has given us to do. So now when we go out, we must prepare to glorify the Lord. He glorified the Father. He came. He died. He did all he knew to do for us, and he glorified the Father. He said, Lord, Father, my work is finished. Now glorify me as I have glorified you. And it's up to us now. We, as sons and daughters of God, need to learn to glorify that our works, when we walk out, brother, when we go on the job, when we go into a home, when we go uh, walking with a I don't care what we do, brother, our works, our conversation, our actions needs to glorify the Lord. Instead of glorifying flesh. You know, you, you, you strike up a conversation, and today it's about everything except the goodness of God. Brother, we as God's children really need to get a personal relationship with Him that every time you open your mouth, something about the goodness of God is going to come forth. Brother, that's what the Lord is expecting out of His people to glorify Him. He came. He get, God sent His best. He sent his best. He sent Jesus that he died for us. Why can we not give our best back to him? And our best is to let the spirit of God shine through us that people will see there's a reality in serving this God that I talk about. But if they don't see you, lots of times you're the only Bible they read. And if they don't see how your works are glorifying the Lord, they're going to think it's just talk. And if it's not glorifying the Lord, that's all, it, that's all it is. It's just talk. Brother, you can talk, but can you walk it? Talking is easy. I can, I can tell you what. 
I can tell you all kinds of lies, build you up, make you feel so good, and I can turn right around and take a pen and, blow, and bust it. You see what I'm saying? Talk is easy. Talk is cheap. But brother, when the, as old saying goes, when the rubber hits a road, it's when you walk the walk. Brother, you deny yourself, and when trials and troubles and things come your way, and you still walk in that path of victory and saying, I know God is on my side. I know I had a prayer last night that he said, fear not because I am with you. He said, I'd never leave you. I'd never forsake you. I'll go with you to the very end. Brother, that's exactly what he means. He will go with us to the very end because we are a chosen generation. We are a people of victory. We're not a defeated people. Brother, when you get tired of being a doormat for the enemy, it's time to rise up, shake off those great clothes, brother, and get on fire for God and let people know who you stand for. I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I love the Lord. He's done so much for me. The Sister Barbara, I don't want to just slide into heaven. I told him that a long time ago, Lord. I said, I don't want to just slide into heaven. When I get there, I want to be able to hear you say, and know I've done my best. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter into the glories of the Lord. Brother, I'll know I'll be able to hold my head up high and walk through those gates and know that I've done my best. Know that I've been able to try to touch some life. Every job that I ever worked on, the Lord sent me there. When we, first, when we moved to Woodland, I didn't have a job. And I said, Lord, I need to go to work. But you know what I can do and what I can't do. And I said, so open up a door. He, uh, within a week, he opened up a door. And he sent me to different homes. I became a caregiver. I was a caregiver for 18 years. Boy, I must have retired. But anyway, he sent me to older people that mostly had Alzheimer's. And I'm telling you, if you've never been with them, they're some mean people. But you know what? I'm telling you, <laughs> I think somebody back there knows what I'm talking about. Brother, I'm telling you, the worst comes out in them. But I'm telling you this. Brother, we get on our prayer bones, and you represent Christ, and that spirit and that person, you have authority over it. Many times, I said, devil, shut up and sit down. I'm not taking this. I don't have to. I have the authority over you. You don't have it over me. Sister Naomi, many times they would just melt down, melt down. Many, many, several, several. I led into the sinner's prayer that they were saved. God sent me to people that would have never been saved unless I'd have humbled myself and went to them and showed the spirit of Christ and fell on my face. All the time, I was to call my mom and say, Mom, help me pray. Sometimes it would get just maybe overwhelming to me, and I had to have help. And that's the way it ought to be with our brothers and our sisters. Uh, Sister Carrie, I'm almost overwhelmed today. Would you get on your face before God and cry out for me? Help me to cry out. Brother, that's what it's all about. It's coming together as brothers and sisters in Christ and being helped one to another. And know, brother, that we don't walk this path alone, but we're all walking to the same goal. We're all trying to make heaven our home. And we're trying to take everyone, uh, brother, that wants to go. We're trying to take them with us. That's our goal. I remember the, the, next to the last one the Lord sent me to. I tell you what. That little old lady was meaner than two junkyard dogs. <laughs> that little lady was mean, I'm telling you. But you know what? Before she died, she was saved. But that little lady, I'm telling you what, it took the grace of God every day I walked in that house. I'd start praying by the time I left my driveway until I got to hers for the Lord to put a peace on her. 
Because you know what? God can. God is a faithful God. And these are, these are little ones of his that he cares about. Maybe someone else has thrown them to the side, but they're still precious in the eyes of the Lord. Every soul is precious in the eyes of the Lord. You know what? That's the most important thing to the Lord is how your soul is. Are you all right? Are you okay? Is everything all right? That's what we need to look in the mirror every day. We need to examine ourselves and look in the mirror and say, are you all right? Are you standing in the faith? Are you doing what God has called you to do? Are you walking this path straight like the Lord wants you to walk? We need to examine ourselves. If we'll examine ourselves, we have no need for anyone else to examine us. But as long as I told the Lord, Lord, as long as I'm pleasing to you, as long as I'm pleasing to you, Lord, there's going to be some people you're never going to please. I don't care what you do. You can turn, you can turn some sauces. You can get out there and whistle Dixie, whatever. You're not going to please them. But I tell you what, those brother that sees a spirit in Christ in you and wants what you have, you're going to please them because they're going to come towards you. I want what you have. I see you walk through some stuff that I know it takes a powerful man than what I have. It takes someone powerful that the things you walk through. You know, I've been dormant. You know, let's just put it this. I've been dormant for the last almost two years because I've, I've I've been in mourning. I've mourned my mom, my brother. So many, so many things. But God is faithful. We're serving a faithful God that no matter what the situation is, we can call out at the midnight hour. We can call out at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And brother, God is there to meet your need. He's there to say, little one, I'm here. I'm here. Fear not, for I am with you. You don't walk it alone. You don't fight this battle alone. You must remember the battle is mine. I'll fight it for you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's the God we serve. That is the God we serve. I don't want to hold you very long because I know everybody's waiting to be to feast on the feast on burgers, but I want the soul to be fed first. That's the most important thing in our life is that soul fed. And I tell you, it's going to behoove us to get in the Word of God and know, Sister Barbara, who we are. Who we are, but not only know who we are, but know the God that we serve. And brother, only the Word of God will reveal that to you through His Spirit. He'll let you know that we serve in a great big God. No matter how little that problem is, no matter how great that problem is, we're serving a God that wants us to glorify him. He wants our talk. He wants our walk, our actions to glorify him. And if we're not doing that, you know what? We need prayer. We need prayer. Because I'm telling you, that, that's a sick world out there. That world is sick. It's dying. It's going to take God's people to let the light shine in their lives, to open up the eyes of those that's walking around blind and saying, there's a better way. There's a greater hope. There's a God that I serve that can give you peace. And only through him will you have this type of peace. This is a God I serve. That's why you see me walk with a smile on my face and a bounce in my step. Because it's not me, but it's a God I serve. Because I can walk in victory. He cut out a hot tie. Hallelujah. He is a God that we can trust. And we can lean on. But so many times we lean on our own understanding. 
And that's been our problem, is leaning on our own understanding. We have fall every time we do that. Because our own and our ways is not the ways of the Lord. His ways is not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. We can't even imagine. It has never really entered the heart of how great, truthfully, our God is. If we could really receive that in our spirit, we could walk more victorious. We could rise up. But you know, I'm going to tell you, we have that choice in the morning. In the morning when I rise up, I have a choice. Lord, I'm going to walk in victory in you. I'm not going to be defeated by the devil today. I refuse to be his doormat today. I'm going to walk in victory. And maybe something will slap me down, but Lord, I'm going to get up. And I'm still going to praise you because I know you're my God. I'm going to worship you because you're a God that's brought me through too many things for me to say that you're not real. You're a God that has saved my family. You are a God that I still have my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandsons in your hands. And I know one way or the other, like I told my children a long time ago, you'll come the easy way or the hard way. It's up to you. But you're going to come. I gathered them all together right up here a long time ago. And we all in the circle. And I said, I'm going to tell you this right now. You're going to come the easy way or you're going to come the hard way. Make up your mind. But you're going to come. Because my prayers, I know my prayers is reaching the throne of grace. <laughs> Brother, we need to not doubt that our prayers are not reaching the throne of grace. We need to know that when we fall on our face with a humble heart, God hears that cry. He sees those tears. There's not a thing gets by with God. Brother, we, do, we can do it in a closet. We can do it uh, lots of times riding down the road in my car. People will say, I blowed my horn at your sister one, but she's in another world. Yes, I was. I was in the world with the Lord. I pray going down the road. Sometimes my car has a mind of its own. It just knows which way to go. Thank the Lord. He has, he's saved me so many times. But that's the God we serve. He's a faithful God. I want to stand. I don't know about you, but I want to stand on his promises. He promised me that he'd never leave me. So I'm standing on that. He promised me that I can be victorious. I'm going to stand on that. The God of promises. Why can we not accept him? Why can't we step out and not accept the promises of God and be a victorious, victorious Christian, I don't mean haphazard. There's no time to walk a straddle of the fence. You walk a straddle of that fence very long, and I'll guarantee you the devil's going to come along and slap you off on the wrong side. Because you know why? Because he despises you. The enemy despises you. You know why? Because God loves you, and you was made in his image. That's why the enemy despises you. But, oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we serve in a God that the blood was shed on Calvary, that it's applied to my life. Uh, and brother, I can walk in victory. I can sing a new song. I can stand and be a witness with boldness and courage and not fearing man or favoring man in any way, shape, or form. I can do that. Through Christ Jesus, I can. And we will, if we all have a made-up mind, that we're going to serve God, that we're going to walk in His grace and in His mercy and stand up for what's right. Brother, don't back down. When man says things that shouldn't be said or that's wrong and won't you to agree with him, say, uh-uh, no. The Word of God says thus and thus. Get a bold, get a backbone that's going to be bold in these last days because 
the world, the, the church, that's why the pews are empty. Because the world, the church is compromising with the world too much. Oh, if, it, if this program fits, that's what we're going to do just to bring them in. I don't want to just bring them in. I want the convicting power of the Holy Ghost to be in the sanctuary, brother, that'll convict people of their sins, of their faults, their failures, and let them know that they, there's a God that loves them. But, brother, you're not walking where you ought to walk. You're not where you ought to be. You need a close racial relationship with me. That's a convicting power of the Holy Spirit. We can program it to death, but it'll never work like the convicting power of God. And that's how we need to pray as men and women of God. Lord, allow your convicting spirit to come back into the sanctuary. Come back into the sanctuary. That when the message goes forth, hearts will be pricked. And they'll want to come to the altar or come for prayer. That's a convicting power of the Holy Spirit. Brother, that's what we need today. And I'll tell you what, it'll come about. Prayer changes things. Prayer straightens that crooked path out. We can walk in the power and the glory of the Lord every day. We can do it. Not just one day a week. I don't know. Some people's got the illusion that we can just one day, maybe one day a week. Maybe one day a week. I can I can really have the victory. Maybe one day. Oh, I can really show that I'm a Christian. I serve God. One day a week. No, that's going to show people you're a hypocrite. But the thing about it, though, God knows. He knows the heart. And that's where we need to examine ourselves. That's not pleasing to God. And I know deep down inside of you, the, know, the ones that knows the power of God, it's not pleasing to you either. Because you know better. If you get in that word, you know better. Because the, Lord, the, the word tells you better. The word tells you that you can be victorious every day. Every day. I choose when I get up. In the morning, I choose to be a victorious Christian. I choose to walk the way the Lord wants me to walk. I choose not to be the doormat for the enemy today. I choose to, to be a witness. I choose to let my life glorify Christ today. That people will know that the true living God is working in my heart and working in me. And he's trying to perfect me, Brother Gary. We're not, I'm, I'm not perfected by a long shot. I have a lot of trouble with a temper. You can ask my husband that. Don't say nothing, Brother Bill. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I'm getting to the point where, Lord, forgive me. I shouldn't even said that. I want the Spirit of God every time I open my mouth to put a watch on my mouth. And when I open my mouth to prick me that I've said the wrong thing and ask forgiveness for it. That's what I want today. I have... Brother Gary, I have come to the conclusion that if I have a day, a hundred days, or a hundred years left, which I don't think they're going to be a hundred years, I want it to be spent serving God and to glorify in God. That's what I want. Because you know what? I've come too far. I've come too far in this journey to turn back now. I've come too far to compromise with the enemy. I refuse to do it. I'm not going to do it with the help and grace of God. I'd rather go to my grave early than to be caught compromising with the enemy. That's how I feel. That's how strong I feel in my spirit today about serving God and about walking in victory. I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I can feel it. I can feel God. God is in this place. And, I, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it off now, and I want those... I want the worship and praise team to please come back and play softly. 
And I want those that want, to, that want to glorify God. I want those that want to be a better example for the Lord, that want to really walk in victory and walk in the peace of the Lord. I'd like to pray for you. Because I tell you what, it does not hurt. It does not hurt. A prayer works. Prayer works. It works in our life if we'll allow it to. And God is a God that's able. He's able to give you the strength and to direct your path. He is that kind of God. David, he's a God that can give you victory to stand up to your friends and turn a back on those that don't want to hear. But yet you can feel proud in your spirit and say, Lord, I know that was you. I know that was you to give me victory. Because you know what? There's some people we have to pull our stuff away from. When I got saved, the crowd I run with, I had to pull myself away from them because they didn't want to want to know about God then. But brother, I did. I did because the convicting power of God convicted my heart. And when I gave my heart to the Lord then, Sister Naomi, I'd made up my mind. And so I had to pull myself away from them. Sometimes we have to do that for a season so that we can get strong enough that when we go back, we'll be strong enough to be a witness to them. We'll be strong enough maybe somehow, some way, that we can pray conviction on them and God will bring them in. But if we don't, the best thing to do is to stay away because you don't want to be pulled down. You don't want to be pulled down. You want to grow in the Lord. Because there's others out there that God has for you to be a witness and a testimony to. So I'm opening up the altars and I'm opening up up for prayer. And if anyone wants to come up and have prayer, come up and I'll pray for you. We'll anoint you and we'll pray for you that God will give you what you have need of. Praise God.